What are you doing with a gun in space? Welcome back to episode 40 of the Hold Up What podcast. Here's your host, Michael Jordan. Do that one again. Hold on. Here's your host, Michael Jordan. There we go. Now we're back. Bring the energy up a little bit in here, right? Episode 40, 40. 20 times 2 is 4. Never like the number 40. It's approaching quick in the age bracket, but we're not going to talk about that today. We are going to talk about the number 40, and we are going to talk about today's date in history, July 12th. But a quick aside before we do that. Today, as you know, I work in an office, or I, today, comma, as you know, I work in an office, comma, and I have to deal with some office bullshit from time to time. Wednesday is usually a slow day. There's no meetings. There's really nothing that has to be accomplished. You know, there's nothing that's like pressing on a Wednesday. So Wednesdays are usually pretty easy. We come in late because we have to work out. Uh, So it's pretty laid back. And we still play trivia at the end of every day. And depending on how many questions they get right, I let them leave early. So if they get six right, they leave 15 minutes early. If they get seven right, half hour early. They've never really got above seven right. So I don't know what would happen if they got all 10 right. I doubt it's ever going to happen because they can't help themselves but argue. Anyway, so we play trivia every day for the last like two months and they look forward to it. They're like, oh, it's 3.15. Sergeant Donahue, get the questions ready. And you know, I'm already going because, you know, it's my, it's, I like doing it. It's fun. You know, it gets the office involved. It kills time because really from 2.30 to 4.30, we don't really do much. You know, at that point, not a lot of tickets are coming our way. The tickets we're working on are either done or we got to wait on somebody and they're probably checked out. So there's not a whole lot going on at that point. So the conversation usually is either carrying from lunch, which today was about abortion, which we're not going to get into. And then three o'clock hit, they're like, we're playing trivia. I'm like, yeah, we're going to play trivia. Let's do it. And the one kid that is kind of a moron who I love the kid to death. He's he's funny. He's from Alabama. He's chill as fuck, but he's just not well-versed in the Air Force knowledge. So the personalities in the office all kind of contradict themselves when it comes to trivia because they are all they all know everything. They're all a bunch of know-it-alls, but when it comes to Air Force trivia, none of them know shit. And it frustrates them because they don't know the right answer, but they have to do an answer and prove the other person wrong. So they'll deliberately pick a different answer than a person next to them. Instead of working together, to get the right answer, someone will be like, the answer is A. And then another person will be like, well, it's B. It's like, why'd you pick B? Because A is a bitch. And then it's like, all right, well, that's not fucking, that's nothing. <laughs> nothing's useful there, man. And like, I don't, I don't interject. I just let them argue it out. It's kind of like a conflict resolution thing. I want to see how they work together as a team. And they've gotten better, but it's nowhere near where they could be figuring this shit out. They don't write any of the questions down. Because I'm at the point where I've asked them so many questions that I have to, I'm redoing questions. And I tell them, I'm like, these are going to be redos from a month or two ago. And I use ChatGPT, so I just tell ChatGPT, like, hey, go back in the file and pick 10 random questions that we've done over the last two months. Kicks them back. So these aren't qu- these could be questions from yesterday or two months ago, but they've heard them before. They still don't know the answer, and they they continue to argue. So today they were up, I think, three to one. They had three right answers, one wrong answer. They're feeling good, and they always get cocky once they hit this point. And they start getting questions wrong, or they start overthinking it, or they get a couple wrong in a row. So sure enough, they went from three and one down to four and three. And I didn't try to, I don't stump them. Like, these are easy questions. And again, they've heard them before. And as soon as they got the fourth question wrong, two of them 
decided to put headphones in and mentally check out, which I don't fucking... First, it's rude. I'm going to get into why. So they do that. I tell the one kid, hey, can you take your headphones out? We're still playing. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he's like the goofy one. And then the other one, who's the loud mouth, he brought his new tablet in. It's a Samsung tablet. It's nice. He brought it in today, and then he proceeded to take that out, put on like anime or some documentary he's watching, and put his headphones in. I was like, bro, I just yelled at him for it. Can you take it out? He goes, I'm not listening to it. I was like, bro, I don't give a shit. Take it out. We're playing trivia. Or we could just stay till 4.30. Like, if that's what you're like, we could just end trivia now. He's like, okay, he takes it out. It irked me. It was the first time I got agitated because, A, for me, this is... If I was the one playing the trivia, right? If I was an airman playing trivia, I would take it. I want to leave early every single day. Even as a supervisor, I want to leave every every day. My goal is to get home quicker, to get to doing nothing faster. My goal at the end of the every day is to do nothing. That's it. I want to check every box, do everything I got to do, and do literally nothing. I want to sit on the couch, watch a movie. If I, the movie sucks, I'll turn the movie off. I'll scroll through TikTok. I'll read a book. I've been reading Winston Churchill. We're going to get into this. So I was like, yo, we don't have to play. If you guys are going to put your headphones in and check out after you're getting four wrong, because you don't like the half hour is out the window at that point. You can only win if you get six. If you go six and four, you can only get four wrong. And then we leave 15 minutes early. I was like, but we don't have to play if you guys aren't going to take it serious. So they ended up coming back and winning. And they got six questions right, four wrong. We left at 4.15. So they all left. And usually I would just let the shit slide. But I'm like, I'm going to have to talk to them in the morning about this because we don't have to do trivia. Like we could sit here until 4.30 in silence or do whatever. You know what I mean? We can just sit here all day. It doesn't It doesn't bother me. You know, the, the duty day is till 4.30. The reward for playing trivia and getting x amount of questions right is to leave early and i get it like oh you got five wrong we're not going to leave early what's the point of playing the point is we're not sitting there in silence until 4 30 we're still playing a game and i can send them home whenever i want they can get none right they can go 0 for 10 and i can still send them home early so if it were me in that situation i wouldn't say i'd try the hardest but i would definitely pay attention to the trivia questions a lot more i'd even write some down occasionally i would definitely remember some of them there's some questions that i know i've said at least six or seven times and they still get it wrong but there's no like like drive to be good at it they're just like oh we got we got it wrong we're not going home early today it's like yeah keep going and i'm like i'm not the bad guy here we're supposed to be here until 4 30 so like don't bitch at me so tomorrow morning i, I have to, i told my counterpart who's my supervisor i'm like look before we go to our little meeting, because we have a staff meeting tomorrow morning, I was like, I'm just going to pull them all together 10 minutes and just be like, yo, not even that it was disrespectful that you're doing it to a, an NCO who's your supervisor. It's rude to do that in general just to people. If someone's talking to you or standing up in front of the room or doing anything that requires your attention, it's very fucking rude to take out your phone and put headphones in and just check out. Even if you know you already lost the game, you could still play it. You could still learn something and you're not doing anything anyway. So I have to sit him down and explain like, hey, it's very rude. It's very disrespectful. And if you guys don't want to play, we won't play. And I also got another curveball I'm going to throw at him. So they think it's all trivia questions and multiple choice. These fuckers are in in for a surprise when I drop a blank map on the desk and I say, start naming countries. I'm going to do like the Middle East or Europe. You know, some clusterfuck of countries and really throw them for a loop. Like, now we're staying till 4.30. And I'm going to prove that you guys don't know shit about fuck. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Number 40 in this year in American history on July 12th. History has its July 12th, 1862, President Abraham Lincoln signed into law 
a measure to award the U.S. Medal of Honor in recognition of gallantry in action and other soldier-like qualities to privates in the U.S. Army, a decoration later made available to all members of the armed forces. Now, fun fact about the number 40. The number 40 is an even number and has a particular significance in several cultural, religious, and historical contexts. In the Bible, for instance, it often denotes a period of testing, trial, or probation. Protein shakes coming back up. Additionally, it used, it's used in terms like 40 winks, for a short sleep, and 40-hour work week. Let's connect some knots. Brady's going goblin mode again in the back. <coughs> Excuse me. The Medal of Honor, the highest military decoration awarded by the United States government, was approved by Lincoln in 1862. As of 2021, a little more than 3,500 Medals of Honor have been rewarded. I'm pretty sure we rewarded a couple more since then, but around 3,500. Interestingly, during World War II, most the most extensive conflict in which the U.S. has participated, nearly half of all Medals of Honor awarded in U.S. history, over 40% or more, specifically 50, 50, 1,522 out of 3,507 were given out. This fits into our theme of the number 40, symbolizing a significant period of trial and conflict, but also extraordinary valor and heroism as recognized by the Medal of Honor. The more you know. And like I said in the beginning, we're going to be talking about Winston Churchill. Taking a taking a, a gander at Churchill, I just know the name from World War II and he's some British dude. That's the only... I can answer that question on a test 10 out of 10 times. Who's Winston Churchill? You find the answer. British Prime Minister, World War II, little chubby dude, right? That's the... Me- that's the best I got. I saw a TikTok. Maybe it was on Facebook. Could have been on Instagram. I don't know. Someone was talking about Winston Churchill. And like, this guy's day consists of some crazy shit. He wakes up super early. He has like a scotch, some cocaine, eats a massive breakfast. Like even for like British standards, it was like a massive breakfast. Has another scotch, a little more cocaine, some champagne. It's like 730 at this point. Then he gets like his day started. So the day already starts with a couple bumps and a fucking couple glasses of scotch and he gets on the way well, this guy seems pretty cool so i was like i'm gonna go deep dive into it not so much a deep dive but i'm starting to read up for some reason i've been on this history kick for a while and churchill has caught my attention in this whole thing because he actually he actually is an important figure in history so we're going to talk about winston churchill and we're going to cover his early life the military career and political career his time as prime minister during world war ii and then later his life legacy and some personal habits. Then we're going to throw some Winston Churchill trivia at you. Some Winston Church trivia. So Churchill was born to Lord Randolph Churchill, a charismatic politician, and Jenny Jerome, an American socialite. Despite a somewhat unruly childhood and less than stellar academic performance, he found his way to the Royal Military College, Sandhurst, a decision that would lay the foundation for his life's many twists and turns. After serving in several countries around the globe and making a daring escape from the Boer War Prison, Boer War Prison, I think I mixed Boer, Boer War Prison, Churchill dove headlong into the turbulent waters of British politics. From his first election as a member of parliament in 1900, he navigated these tumultuous currents serving in several high-profile government positions, but his most significant role was yet to come. 
1940, in the darkness of World War II, Churchill was appointed as the Prime Minister and Minister of Defense. From this position, he steered the British ship of state through the tumultuous seas of war. His charismatic leadership, bolstered by stirring speeches, refused to bow down to seemingly unstoppable Nazi war machines. Despite the glory and triumph of leading the country through World War II, Churchill would taste defeat in 1945 general election. This was not the end, however. He roared back in 1951, in the 1951 general election, once again taking up the mantle of prime minister. He got lost, came back for more, and won out. And even when he retired, Churchill's influence on global politics persisted. His warnings about the expansion of the Soviet Union echo in the annals of history as his... Sorry, I coughed there. I turned the mic off. Soviet Union echo in the annals of history as the Iron Curtain speech... Through his extraordinary public life, Churchill maintained a robust private life as well. Brady boy. He married Clementine Holzer, with whom he had five children. A lover of painting and bricklaying, he was also an accomplished writer, his work earning him the Nobel Prize in Literature. However, like any human, Churchill had his quirks and peculiarities, peculiarities. Known for his late breakfasts and his love for simple yet hearty English meals, he was rarely seen without a cigar or a drink nearby. Despite rumors and claims about his cocaine use, a lot of which has been unverified, it's hard to suggest with no solid evidence that he was ever on cocaine or amphetamines. However, there have been reports that he has used this substance throughout the day. As we leave behind the legacy of Winston Churchill, it's worth reflecting on the indelible mark he left on the world stage. So here comes some trivia for you. Did you know that Winston Churchill was a huge fan of animals? He owned dogs, cats, and even a parrot named Charlie, who was rumored to live up to the ripe age of 114. Like anyone can even know that. Like how do they know how old a fucking bird is? He was also known to dine alongside his pet Budriger, Toby. Budriger. We're going to look this one up. Budgerigar. Budgerigar. That's it. Budgerigar. His pet Budgerigar, Toby. And in a surprising twist, Churchill was instrumental in the invention of the onesie. Fed up with the difficulty of changing clothes during World War II air raid alarms, he designed a siren suit, a one-piece outfit that could be quickly donned over his pajamas. This guy invented the onesie, huh? Such were the eccentricities of this larger-than-life character, a man who embodied the spirit of a nation and guided it through the darkest hour. So I'll be sure to cover more on this, his eccentricities and his cocaine use. There's a book out now that is called His Times, His Crimes. It's on Amazon. There's a few books on this dude, actually, but one of them covers like his day-to-day shit. And apparently his day-to-day shit was kind of crazy. Like I said, big breakfasts, a lot of drinking, amphetamine use. I heard cocaine on TikTok, but the more I read about it, it's amphetamine use. So whatever the hell that means. And you got to remember, this was a totally different time. This shit was legal back then. They were putting this stuff in Coca-Cola. So it wasn't like he was buying a bag off some dude in the park, you know? He wasn't doing park coke as the... uh <laughs> As they say in succession, Greg bought Kendall Park Coke. He wasn't doing that shit. He was doing it probably from the store. Pharmacist probably gave it to him. But that's the... I've been going down the Winston Churchill Hall recently. and I mean, it's too, he's kind of an interesting guy. History guy... People in history are wild. Like I was talking about Thomas Jefferson yesterday, and that fucker, turns out, was a terrible dude. Had slaves. Was kind of shitty to a lot of people, but we remember him as like a founding father and like, you know, this whole big ordeal but then you kind of look around and not a lot of things are named after him and probably for good reason he probably wasn't that good of a guy i mean yeah there are things named after him obviously 
Jefferson from the Keanu Reeves hardball, the Keanu Reeves vehicle. <laughs> there was a Jefferson in that movie, or Meet the Jeffersons, I guess, too. But uh, a lot of things aren't like I think there's Jefferson Way. I guess DC there'd be a lot more. But like you go, you see other like there's always Washington. There's always a George Washington, the GW Bridge, you know, Fort Hamilton. You don't see a Fort Jefferson anywhere. It's probably because it was run by slaves. But we can get into that later. Anyway. That's going to wrap it up on the Winston Churchill biography and fun fact. And now we're going to get into the random ass question of the day. Brought to you by our friends over at OpenAI and their useful tool, ChatGPT. I recently installed new RAM in my computer. I'm in the process of upgrading everything in my computer. So I ordered a new video card and... I upgraded my RAM from 16 to 32 in anticipation because all the new games coming out are fucking insane and they're very labor intensive on the PC. So figured it's time to upgrade. And what I did was I took the specs I have in my computer, word for word, copied and pasted right off the uh, website I bought my computer off of, put it in ChatGPT, and then I put the products that I'm going to upgrade or the products I, I'm, I'm, I was looking to buy to upgrade my PC. And I said, are these compatible? Which ones would you buy first? And how would you do it? This thing pumped out a whole fucking playlist of here's what I would do first. It's okay. Upgrade video card, RAM, motherboard. If it can't hold because you're a bottleneck, upgrade those things first. And then eventually your power supply should be last. If you if you and it saw that it had a, a strong enough power supply to handle all the new stuff, but it said eventually you're going to have to upgrade that because you're right at the 585 limit of the 600 watts. So even if you're maxing out your computer on everything, you have everything open going wild, you're still going to max out at 585, but the limit is 600. So eventually you're going to have to upgrade that. And it gave me a whole rundown on how to do it, where to look, if stuff's not working, what to do, take it out, plug it back in, update your BIOS, all that stuff. And I'm like, damn. I mean, I learned a bunch of this stuff in school and at work, but I'm like, damn, this thing just told me in like 30 seconds how to do all this stuff. So shout out to ChatGPT. And here's the question of the day. Is it ethically correct to prioritize the needs of humans over other living beings? Or should all living beings be considered equal in their rights and values? That sounds like something fucking PETA would say right? Like, obviously, we eat animals, so we kind of disregard them in that. I mean, I think we got to hold ourselves above them. You know, we're on the top of the food chain, so we can pretty much do whatever we want. We should probably consider them a little bit more, especially shit that doesn't bother us, like stuff we don't need, like cows. Let's just mass produce a shitload of cows and kill them all and eat meat and shit all the time. Chickens, same shit. We can just mass produce them, you know, pump them full of steroids. We're good to go. Pork, another one, you know? But we don't need to be going out killing whales and dolphins, sharks. Like We don't need to be killing that shit unless they're invasive or something. I would even go as far as to say we can kill some alligators because who the fuck likes an alligator? You know, what purpose does an alligator serve other than in its own food chain? Like I could be okay with getting rid of some alligators. Alligator tastes pretty good. I had it when I was in Mississippi. It's not bad. It was a little fried, a little deep fried alligator. It t- it does everything. People always say, oh, everything tastes like chicken. Like it actually does taste like a little, it's like a little gamier chicken. So it's not bad. We can get rid of those fuckers. Mosquitoes can go to hell. But again, like if, let's just say like we ran out of all the other food and like we have to eat bats. Like I'm not eating bats. I'll become a vegetarian for eating a bat. Look what happened with COVID. It's over. So we should probably prioritize humans more than other animals, but we shouldn't just disregard animals in general. You know, we shouldn't just be killing everything and eating it. Now they got to draw a line in the sand. We live in a society after all. So yeah, I'm a big fan of biodiversity. However, when it comes down to it, we're going to have to start crossing things off the list, you know? But I said, I think we can just continue to go with cows, chickens, pork, fish. We could do fish, but again, not like whales and dolphins. And, you know, we could just mass produce a bunch of fucking salmon, 
you know, in a lab. Put them in a tank. Throw some, throw some feeder in there. Live off that for a while. And then we, you know, have to go vegetarian and all that stuff eventually. But that's a problem. Kick the can down the road, baby. That's another whole nother fucking problem. So we can get into that a different time. Anyway, we're going to keep it moving. We are at the 25-minute mark. I'm going to cut some of this out and hopefully get it down to about 22 minutes. Hopefully 20. Probably not, though. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys out there. Again, appreciate it. Again, all the support. Easiest way to support is to share, retweet, like. Costs you nothing. Helps me out a lot. Gets me in the algorithms. TikTok's crazy. I posted a video the other day. I think it was Sunday nights. Shot up to like 700 in like an hour, and then it just stopped moving. So I, I was in the I was in the algorithm. Got quickly out of the algorithm. So who knows? But we shall see. But I did appreciate the support. And um, yeah, hope you guys all have a good night. Who knew the All Star game was last night too? Who gives a shit, right? Let's go Yankees. <laughs>